one, two, three, four. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Ding Show. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's called out It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Ding Show. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's called out Hello and welcome to the 59th episode of the Afternoon Yap. I'm Chunk the Punk and with me today is my co-host and author of the book, Who Needs the Grammys When the Greatest Song Has Already Been Written? Combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. It's my best pal, Dinger Dog. Dinger Dog, what's happening, bud? Why are you yelling at me? You're so... I, I'm just enthusiastic. It's I'm so happy. It's warm out. I, I'm yeah. just pumped. I'm, I'm so happy to see you. When was the last time I hung out with you? I, we, we did the partial yep just maybe five weeks ago or something. Five like that. weeks ago? That's way too long, baby. Yeah, I think I've... Uh, uh, I'm happy to, I guess, before we get too far ahead of myself. I'm happy to on this beautiful May day in Ohio... 77 degrees outside, a nice breeze to be sitting in your basement. On today's episode, we're going to cover the news of the week in video games. We've got some yap quickies and finally review of the new PlayStation exclusive, God of War. Dinger dog. Yeah. So let's open it up with what our show is. We are a video game podcast that's coming at you. We used to be every week. Now it's more like every two or three weeks. And we mix How, it up. What happened there? Uh... <laughs> A lot of arguments, Um, a lot of uh, me being stressed out of my mind because I'm trying to write a program in one week every week for listeners of, you know, 50 people. And it just now I just want to do episodes on like big games and I want to actually play through the game before I do a review of it. And it just gives us more time to be more creative, have a better script and. And just lazy. You know, the, the key thing that they say in podcasting is is consistency, consistency, consistency. That's why me and you like to give a podcast every two weeks. Yeah. Every or four so. weeks. Or so. Or so. <laughs> Change it up. Yeah. Just make sure to keep the listeners guessing. So I've been having a lot of fun with you in the last couple of podcasts. We've just been doing like these deep dives into oh. your psyche. Um, uh, yeah. One episode yeah. we did... Um, what it be like f- for you when you're traveling during the week without your family? Sure, sure. Another episode, we did a deep dive into what your diet consists of yep. in one week. And then, you know, for the other 57 episodes, we did deep dives of every other aspect of your life. Right. What I'm saying is that you're a trendsetter. And I see a lot of the things that you do, and I try to mimic them. You're growing your hair out. I was like, I got to grow my hair out. Right. You're losing a little bit of weight. I was like, I got to lose a little bit of weight. You're drinking Red Bull vodka. I was like, well, I love Red Bull vodka. I'll join you with that one, too. Sure, sure. Um, All good things. For our opening sketch of the week, <laughs> um, I want to talk about some of your pro tips. Okay. About some of like the Dinger Dog's like guide to life. This is the top 10 pro tips by Dinger Dog. D-D-L-P. PTs. Now, listen, a lot of these are kind of exaggerated, but a lot of these are actually what I witnessed out of you in the last, <laughs> shit, how long have we been friends? 18 years now? Uh, yeah, 20 was, years. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good long while. Now, when you're kind of already like throwing some prerequisites out there, I'm rather nervous because generally you just come right with the punch. So you know that I'm <laughs> trying to come have you back on the show. All right. right. So. It is your birthday in a couple days. It's my birthday in a couple days. So this episode is going to be about celebrating you. Okay. So usually I like to mix it up and, you know, say, hey, it's Mother's Day. Let's do a backstory of Mother's Day. It's just going to be three segments about the Dinger Dog. It's going to be pure Dinger Dog this week. Let me have it. Top 10 pro tips by Dinger Dog. You agree with me if you agree with me, okay? Always throw away receipts. 
You never know when the wife is going to do laundry and you do not want to get caught with proof that you bought an ice cream sundae on a Tuesday or 13 margaritas in one sitting. Dinger, was that receipt ever found? I see a finger up in the air. Yes. Well, yes. You is all... this where we have to cut? No, no. We don't have to cut. <laughs> the cut is a much more flailing action. Now, yeah. I mean, why? I my thing is, I think I'll edit that a little bit. Okay. Never always throw away an inventoried receipt. Okay. Meaning if it's got lists of what's on I mean, there. If you're if you gone. haven't already, if you're driving, grab a piece of paper <laughs> and a pen. Because this is stuff that's gonna really help you out in life. Right. Like the one that lists everything line by line, you don't want that. You uh-huh. don't need it. The total will be just fine. What do they call that? An itemized receipt? Itemized. Inventory, <laughs> yeah. That's throw away the itemized. Uh always wear jeans. What if you meet that special someone? What if you fall in love? What if her water breaks? You don't want to be caught in a flash flood wearing cargos. Scratch that. You don't want to be caught anywhere wearing cargos. Dinger dog, do you even own a pair of shorts? I don't think I've ever <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you wear a pair of shorts in my entire life other than we're swimming and I in my head you are swimming in your jeans. Jean shorts. Jean shorts. Cut off jeans. Do you own shorts? I, I do own It's 80 degrees out right now and you're wearing jeans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could always like jeans are professional yeah and are you always in the mood for sales is that why they're always on you never or? know when you'll have to make a sale you need, yeah you, like jeans you just put a button down on over top and you're you're cash i've never seen you wear shorts before i don't think well that's probably true actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> always pay your water bill and if for some reason you can't that year just shove a bunch of trash down the pit that connects to the water line it's like my dad always says you can't shut off what you can't reach dinger why do you know all these tips, these borderline criminal saving tips on how to save money? Uh, well, I don't want to. Did you sp- Google this stuff or did you learn it from neighbors or did no, your I, dad teach you? That This is just conversations. You just got to have conversations <laughs> with the right folks. You I learn just... all sorts of things. <laughs> like I can tell you how to this... walk back your gas meter unless that's already one of them. No, it's not. <laughs> I just remember when we went through this, it was like a year and a half ago when we started doing this podcast. I was like. What? You shove trash down your water line so they don't turn it off? It's not yet? your water line. You figure out where your water line comes in, like between the sidewalk and the curb, uh-huh. and you shove trash in, like because they have to stick a tool down there. Yeah, and like, right it's, a bit, it's like an eight foot underground, and they and if they hit like a bunch of beer cans, <laughs> they're never going to be able to lock. It's like a long key. They'll never be able to get the key into the keyhole, and you got water. God, that's brilliant! Brilliant. And if you got a shop back and a wrench, <laughs> you can walk back your gas meter. <laughs> Okay. If you send us all right, budget. <laughs> I gotta know how do you how do you walk back your well, gas so, meter? Like, Keep it short. So the gas goes in, right? Like, yeah. you go, and that it turns a little flywheel, that, uh-huh. and that's what turns your wheel. All you have to do is undo the thing. The well, gas is going; it's a little dangerous, <laughs> blowing you know gas into the air. But who cares? It's yeah. not on the meter. You sort of stick a shot back right where the gas would go in, and it pulls back. It turns the wheel the opposite way. Turns your gas meter back. Do not try that at home. (laughs) Always bring fishing equipment with you. Yes. Friends and family come and go, but the opportunity to catch some fresh snapper should never be wasted. Ah, fresh snapper. I've been trying and successfully catching it since the third grade. Dinger, do you have fishing equipment in your car right now? Yes. I knew it! Yes, and as a matter of fact, uh, you know, you're like, oh, Dinger Dog, you're a little late. I may have stopped for a few casts. I love it. I love it. Uh, your kids are like, hey, daddy, we're going to go to the movies. You're like, just maybe I'll, I'll make two trips. Right. Because I'm not moving the tackle. <laughs> right. Exactly. Always carry separate Red Bull and vodka with you. You never know when you'll need a quick pick me up or put you down. Plus, it works better than Tylenol if you got to go to work or those damn kids need a soccer coach. Dinger, 
Do you have any booze on your person right now? And I already know the answer. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. And see, a little a little extra nugget for those of you, that, like for a deep dive, then you need a container. So you always want to keep yourself a McDonald's cup because you never know. I mean, you don't want to be having soccer practice and people being like, what are you drinking? Asking you questions yeah, and stuff. No, you're they're like, hey, how's your job? And you're like, hold on a second. Yeah, I got to yeah. get out this McDonald's cup. No, you could keep the McDonald's cup. They think, well, I'm, they just think you have a nice tea or a nice uh-huh. Diet Coke. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, um. All right, this one's reaching a little bit. Always try to get to first base before you try to steal second or third. And if you're going to make it home, you've got to always ask, always got to make sure to ask permission. It's 2018 after all, and you do not want that headache. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Digger Dog, how old were you when you first got to third base? Uh, let's not talk <laughs> about that, but let's talk about how sex is like boxing. How is it like boxing? It's, it's all fun and games while you have two willing participants. Oh, yeah, but I, the it, only one I know about is it's like pizza. When it's good, it's great. But when it's when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Oh, but, that's but, like a dad joke, yeah, but yeah, it's still, yeah. still right, pretty right. accurate. I like yours, too, though. Uh, here's the next one. <laughs> Always wrap your rascal. Those motorized carts that get your fat ass from point A to point B are expensive. Oh, condoms? I mean, you can if you want to, but if you don't, it is the place it's, quote-unquote, it's always wanted to be. Dinger dog, you legit said that to me once in total confidence. Do you still agree? Uh, one, <laughs> I, I don't remember saying said things. I think yeah. I was 20. Uh, I think I was 20, and I was like, listen, I know that you've done this. How's it feel? And you're like, Chunk, let me pull you aside. I got some <laughs> secrets to tell you. No, no, that's you fake were, news. You were a little bit more experienced before I was. Okay, You're next, next one. All right, all right. Last but not least, always be there for your family, your friends, and especially for your Lord and Savior, Mary, Mother of All Sorrows. So, Dinger, do you want to transition into some video game news? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yep. uh, let's start with the Yap News Top 10 of the Week. Uh, the FTC gives Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo 30 days to get rid of illegal warranty void if removed stickers. Um, I believe I just read an article yesterday that Sony and Nintendo have already complied and said, we will honor your warranty if you have taken that sticker off or not. So if you heard about this, I think this all started with Apple. Right. It's it's because they they were basically, they're trying to vertically integrate the company so that they had to do all the repairs too. So if you, if that seal was broken, your warranty was void. So you couldn't fix your own screen. You couldn't do anything right i love how much smarter that you are than i am yeah yeah and and uh that's exactly right <laughs> and so the ftc basically said hey what you guys are doing is illegal people want to be able to fix their product that they bought from you and if they attempt to then they shouldn't be punished for that is that what's going on right yeah basically if they if you attempt if you break the seal you then your warranty is void so if you take it to the handyman down the street and he can do it or not and then then it just fries. They're yeah. like, well, you got that seal's broken, so it doesn't matter what else happened. Yeah. Oh, and the, I think the biggest problem with it is, is if you have to send it into that company and they charge you, they're going to charge you an arm and a leg, right? Too. Because they, there's no, there's literally no competition. Yeah. Um. So I think that I read that Nintendo was already on board. PlayStation is already on board. I don't know if if uh, Microsoft has said anything about it yet, but you can try to fix it yourself if you want to. So break your seals. Break your seals. Break it open destroy it and then send it back into sony um a new officially licensed system skin will make your xbox one x look very old school 
Controller Gear is selling an Xbox One X console skin that visually turns the system into the original Xbox. The $30 decal, 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 <laughs> offers triple layered protection and scratch resistant laminate, according to the company. I can't think of anything decal. dumber than buying a $500 gorgeous little console and then putting the skin of the old, ugly Xbox. Does it make it bigger, too? Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the original Xboxes were the size of a VCR and weighed like 30 pounds. And they were ugly. They had that huge neon green X on it, too. Yeah. So if you want to spend 30 bucks to, quote-unquote, protect your console, you can. But um, people buy it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I was always wondering why you would need a case for your console. But I, then again... I was in the airport the other day, and I saw a kid pull one out of his backpack wherever he was going. Did so. you ever have um, any stickers on your consoles when you were growing up? No, I was not much for stickers. on. I was like, I like mine clean and yeah. pristine. You did, did you have a PlayStation 1? Uh, no. PlayStation 1, because they had that circular uh, tray that, that, that went up, they made tons of them that they would always put in magazines. And I am guilty of having a Life is Peachy by Corn sticker <laughs> slapped on my PlayStation Ooh, bop, 1. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> Um, the four 2018 World Video Game Hall of Fame inductees have been announced at the Strong National Museum of Play. This year includes Space War, John Madden Football, Tomb Raider, yes, and Final Fantasy VII are added to the list, which brings new games into the fold annually to recognize their sustained popularity or impact. Um, I didn't do too much research on this, I was but just... I have seen this. Um, what is it? A museum, and it's not great. Are, are there criteria? Do they have to games have to be out of circulation for so a certain line? I think it. I think it's not only games that made impact on the day, but that were popular. Did I did I say what it was at the end? New games in the fold. Yeah, yeah. I just wondered if it had to be so far like a certain distance removed because they're still Madden and they're still Tomb Raiders. Yeah, I didn't know what the Space Wars. Space War, I believe, is like an like one of an old Atari game, like, like from the eighties. Like Space Invaders, yeah, deal? something like yeah. that. Um, but uh, the only reason that I even put this in here was number one, news was pretty light this pretty week. Thin, number yeah. two, Final Fantasy VII is yeah. still an outstanding game. Like I'm currently, oh, yeah, playing I can't believe it. it took so long. That should of of that the came list. out ninety seven, so twenty one years ago, and I am currently playing through it very very slowly. It's dated. I mean, there's some real problems with it, but it. Going back to it, it is still a very, very good game. But those are the four games that are added in the, uh, into the uh, Strong National Museum of Play this year. God of War is now the fastest-selling PlayStation 4 exclusive. Per PlayStation blog, the game sold over 3.1 million copies worldwide after three days available from April 20 to April 22nd. Uh, we're going to talk about that game at yeah, the end I'm, of the I'm, episode. I'm pretty pissed that you guys convinced me to get an Xbox when all I really wanted was a PlayStation 4. Kyle. Is that our fault? <laughs> no, no, no. It's nobody's fault. I'm, just I'm so excited that you're back on board and you're playing video games too. Yeah, like I, I can contribute. Uh, Microsoft is touting Xbox One backward compatibility, saying almost 1 billion hours have been spent playing older games. On Xbox Wire, the company is preparing for E3 2018 by noting a handful of milestones for Xbox, such as saying there are over 200 games now with Xbox One enhancements. The nearly 1 billion hours on backward compatibility includes original Xbox and 360 games. Uh, Sony and a lot of other companies for the longest times have been kind of saying that nobody really cares about backwards compatibility. And Microsoft 
with the release of the Xbox One X has been saying, yes, they absolutely do. And the, the, the hours speak for themselves because it would be a pain in the ass to go back and play some of these games as you remember them because they are they don't really hold up very well. Even after 10 years, it's amazing to go back to Xbox 360 games and go, boy, like graphics have really changed over the last decade. But when they clean them up and they make them run in 60 frames per second, they make them run in 4K, it's just a great way to go back to them because what what's the saying, you know, the, the grass isn't always greener or the, 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 the roses, the, the rose-colored glasses. Yeah, those were both the glass. Those are both sayings. Yeah, those are close. But to what them. I'm saying is I have downloaded a handful of Xbox One X games, and they have been really good ways to experience them. So the the, the proof is in the pudding on this one. Uh, people are playing backwards compatibility games. That's Valve has announced two free mobile apps that will allow you to play any game or video in your Steam library or any supported iOS or Android devices. Uh, this is a great idea in theory. It all depends on how good your internet connection is. And it all depends on, um, you know, I, I have this set up upstairs in my house and it's pretty great because some of the times my wife will want to use the TV downstairs where I have all my consoles. Right. But upstairs in our guest room, I have a projector and I have my PC up there and I can, um, I can put my my Xbox one X up there streaming or right. my PlayStation four up there streaming. And it works. Okay. It, it, you have to deal with a bunch of caveats. Number one, you're probably only going to be straight caveats. 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 Thank you so much. Decals. You're probably only going to be streaming in like four eighty P or something like that. And it's, it's going to look pretty rough, but however, is there Atmos? There's no Atmos. Oh. It's not going to stream that upstairs. But however, I mean, if your wife wants to use the TV, if your kids want to use the TV and you've got another room that you can stream it to, this is a great idea. So now this is streaming to uh, your mobile phone. So I think for, uh, for Androids, they've had uh, controllers that are compatible for quite a while now. With iOS, I'm sure that there are a couple. I have not tried them yet, but... It's if you could, if I could sit in bed and use my tablet or my phone to stream games from Steam and it works well, that's great. And it, it's every single game on your library, too. And there's some of our buddies that we know that have hundreds of games on their Steam library. So, right. but doot, you know, doot. well, this isn't all that new because uh, Steam has another peripheral that you just plug into TV, it's like a Chromecast. Uh, where you can stream your stuff like this, but with this, it's all built. You know, it's built into the app. You just, you know, fire it up on your uh, on your whatever your mobile device is, and we'll see. I it's I don't think it's out in the wild yet. I have not taken a look at it yet, but it's very interesting. That's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, Nintendo Switch doesn't look like it's getting Virtual Console, but that doesn't necessarily mean Nintendo won't release older games. So. We have basically believed since the system launched back in March a year and a half ago or a year and two months ago that we were going to get a new iteration of the virtual console. Right. The Wii had it. The 3DS had it. The Wii U had it. And they've just pretty much said virtual console is not coming to the Nintendo Switch. What, why not? When we just learned that back backlog games are awesome. So the, they just announced their like new online setup and... It's the the first beginning of it is is I believe it's twenty dollars per year. I might be wrong. Maybe fifty dollars per year. Probably that makes more sense. 
and you're going to get 20 NES games that you can play. Now, some of them are good. Some of them are ones that you're going to want to play. You're going to want to play Mario 3. Yeah. I don't think you're going to want to play Ice Climber. I don't uh, think you're going to want to play some of these games that came out in 1985. Filler. So they're they're kind of fulfilling some of the things that people want. People have a Switch. It's an awesome console. You can take it on the go with you. You can dock it, and they want to play these. I, we have a buddy that specifically bought a Nintendo Switch because he was looking forward to the virtual console. And then a year and a half later, and they something that we pretty much thought was set in stone, they said it's not happening. So, the, but... How are you still able to play? They, they're only limited releasing old games. Is that what you mean? So right now in the eShop on the Nintendo Switch, SNK is releasing old games. You know, the old, uh, what is that? What is that console? It doesn't matter. SNK is releasing a bunch of their old games. Um, I know that the Sega Genesis collection is coming out soon and it's coming out on Switch and it's like 50 games for 30 bucks. I'll probably pick that up just because I want to play those games on the Nintendo Switch. I think what Nintendo is doing right now, and I'm only speculating, is... For as much love as the virtual console got, it was a pretty bad setup. Number one, I know that you use the virtual console, so you're going to agree with me on this. Um, all the games had a weird price point. So if you bought an NES game, the NES games, all of them were five bucks. Yeah. No matter if it was Double Dragon 2 was five bucks to, you know, Ice Climber, which was five. Games, they, there there wasn't any kind of difference yeah, yeah. In, the, in the pricing. If you bought a Super Nintendo game, it was eight bucks. Didn't matter if it was Contra 4 or if it was some Mario Kart Mario Kart or something. It was eight bucks. Same thing for N64 games. Didn't matter if it was this. Didn't matter with that. And the games trickled out. There was only like one or two games per month or so or per week. And it and the game and the and the virtual console, it never went from console to console. So all right. the games that I bought on Wii U or all the games that I bought on Wii didn't transfer my Wii U and stuff. So I, I think that we're still... Nintendo still wants to sell us Mario 3. They Every still want to sell us Mario 2. Yeah. They they still want to sell us Mario 1. But I think what they're going to do is... I think we're going to get it in a different variety this time. Um, and I think they're just getting rid of Virtual Console. I think that they want to let us know that, it, you know, looking back, it wasn't the best plan. We can do better than this. They, they want to make... They, they want yeah, us. I don't know. It's just like... Yeah, what was I mean? Sure, there were some awkward things with the price point and things like that, but you still had control of the games that you got for the money that you spend. Yeah. What they really want to do is take away that control. Yeah. So you pay a flat rate. The net. Everybody's going to the Netflix of whatever. You want to pay a subscription fee and you get what you get. You can't throw a fit. That's well, that's the thing too. If they went to a subscription fee, if they went to a streaming setup like Netflix. So, like, Xbox and PlayStation, they have their own streaming setup, but it doesn't work because they're trying to sell stream graphically demanding games. If they were streaming Mario 3 to us, it would be a joke. I would pay 10 bucks a month for an immense library of right, all Right, but of they're the not going to give you that immense library. They Because they could sell it to us piecemeal. Right, right. And, like, they, they want to give you the Mario 3 and then stick on Ice Climber and dodgeball and marble madness so that you have to pay that 20 50 dollars a year and rather than going and buying it one time for six or eight bucks so i don't want to dwell on this too long but you're familiar with the 3ds e-shop you're familiar with the wii uh e-shop yep what do you think that they'll end up doing for classic games on nintendo switch i i well i think you're you're saying that they're gonna they're gonna give you a chance to download you'll get a subscription you could play certain games, probably streaming, 
and you have to pay this much a year. And those games will come and go as they come and go. Just like, yeah. you know, good movies on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. For So for right now, when it does launch in September of this year, it's 10 NES games. And guess what? I want more than NES games. I want Super Nintendo games. I want GameCube games. Yeah. I want N64 games. I, shit, I want Wii games. Yeah. Like, you can do it if you stream it. So... I hope that I hope that that's what they're that that's what they're gonna end up doing. We just don't know now. People are pissed because oh, it should be. they thought that the virtual console was coming. They bought a switch for one, and now they wait this long to tell us that there's gonna be no virtual console like a year and three months. I, and I don't know. You could tell me if I'm wrong because I don't know the full history. But this just seems so unlike Nintendo. Like I just it just don't people see right through these money grabs. When you do things They like don't. That. Nintendo will be Nintendo. I mean, this is just like them putting out the NES Classic and saying not making enough and then only putting them out until Christmas and stuff. And, and people go, they have this money in their hands and they say, take my money, Nintendo. And it's just, it's all this senior leadership that doesn't seem to fundamentally grasp the rest of the world and how gamers want to play. I mean, I, I'm not trying to go into a tangent here, but they still haven't figured out the online space. They are going to launch this online component with the the chat function of plugging your switch with a cord to your phone and then a and then an app on your phone and then headphones from your phone to your it's the stupidest thing in the world. No one wants to play online. <laughs> that's like games that's like, like how that. we did uh Sea of Thieves there one time. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean if if the if the I'll product doesn't work, guess what? I'll just call you. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus. Speaking of Sea of Thieves, Sea of Thieves' latest update, patch 1.0.5, fixes flying ships, among other issues, as huh. Rare continues its dedication to correcting problems in April before shifting focus to new content in May. Next week, so that is next week, Sea of Thieves is getting an update many players have been eagerly anticipating, the option for private crews. I, I, I put this in here because are we going back? I don't know. They might have lost me. That was bullshit the last time that we tried to play. I, I called you, and I was like, dude, let's hop into some Sea of Thieves. And you're like, all right, you know, I'm 10 drinks in, right. <laughs> but I'll turn on the Xbox. Right, right. And we spent an hour trying to get the headsets to work. And you're like, you guys got to figure this out. Yeah, like I'm, there's I'm, no game. There's no real gameplay for me to jump into, let alone if the systems that you have in place for us to enjoy the game are still struggling. Right, right. Like even so if guess I would, Dinger Dog, they fixed the fact that when you die, your ship went into the air. Yeah, we remember. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Can you make it fun? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so I guess there is a big update that's coming in May where they're adding. I don't know if they're adding a new type of missions, but they're also adding a whole bunch of other stuff. They're adding new skins. They're adding new outfits. They're adding new weapons. <laughs> they're adding customization for your boats and stuff. But can I customize my grog? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How fuck? How effing funny would it be if I walked up and you were just drinking a Stroh's? Yeah, or just Red Bull vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and you had, and you could customize your eyes yeah. so they're bloodshot. I mean, they got the puking right and yeah. the stammering right. <laughs> yeah, I think you know what. Oh, there's no voices in that. But how funny would it be if you could actually have voice commands and it like slurred its words? And like texted oh, yeah. its wife wrong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sorry, honey, that was for somebody else. Hell, yeah. 
So guess what? The new update fixed boats going up into the air, which we have definitely witnessed. And then the update next week will allow for private crews. So that's pretty cool. So that means if I'm playing with you and if I'm playing with our two other buddies, if one buddy drops out, that doesn't mean some rando gets to jump in. Right. We just, we're they, just a crew of three That's now. something that they really should have implemented since the beginning. But I think that the game came out, what, two months ago? Yeah. And there's just so much that they're missing, you know? So... They've been, it's like every week they're having these updates and everybody is jumping up and down going, oh my God, they're, you know, you know, applaud rare, applaud this team. But it's like, this is all the stuff that should have been in the game to begin with. Right. This is the, common sense stuff. Yeah, they baited it, right? Yeah. You know? so three times, yeah. I believe. So I, I want to get back into that game. I'm going to play it again in May. But if I call you and I say, let's hop on Sea of Thieves and we cannot get our microphones to work. I can't break the game because yeah. it's downloaded on my system. I, I don't know. That They've might... already got my money. Yeah. So they win. Yeah. I don't I don't know. That might be I'll give it a couple Just more. Just make shots. us a good perfect dark. Yeah. yeah. Come on. That's all I want. I mean that's all we want. Crossbow action with, with Just the make another darts. good perfect dark. Get all the people that quit twenty years ago. Right. Make a good perfect dark. Oh. Was and it then Joanna? immediately start working on Sea of Thieves two because Sea of Thieves one don't work, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Detroit Become Human developer Quantic Dream is allegedly suing French media outlets for negative press coverage of working conditions at the studio. French newspaper Le Monde described an overworked staff and a work environment that allegedly fostered racist, sexist, and homophobic behavior. I believe that the developer has already shot back and said that this is complete baloney. Um, Detroit Become Human comes out at the end of the month. I'm going to rent it. I'm going to review it. But I have no real desire to play it. Did you ever um, play Heavy Rain? Nope. Or Quantic Dream? No, Quantic Dream is the developer. They're, they're, these are very, very story-based, almost walking simulator games. People really like them. The, the, the presentation of them is absolutely beautiful, but that's because there's no real gameplay other than kind of walking around, right. reading stuff, and the kind of the story unfolding behind you. Uh, but apparently it's not a good place to work. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. This could all just be, you know, mumbo right. jumbo. It sounds like it's, it's terrible to work at basically any video game development studio, but yeah, those seem like common, common symptoms too of if you have like, Hey, a whole, a staff of 25 year old white dudes, you know, you might run into some of those problems where people maybe there, maybe there's a lot of joking going on. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Learn to take a joke. Oh, that's not what I was saying, but (laughs) (laughs) last story of the week. And I am opening, opening myself up for ridicule. I am opening myself up for laughter at my expense. Uh, The April Xbox update has officially begun rolling out for all Xbox one owners, bringing with it a number of changes to the service. The update adds several new video and display options, additional ease of use of settings, New functionality for Mixer users Atmos? and more. Are we going to talk about Atmos? The number one thing that it did was for Xbox One X owners, it immediately set everything to Atmos, even if it's not mixed in Atmos. So <laughs> when it updated, I was watching, uh, I was Can- watching The Office, and it was in Atmos. I was watching, you know, something well, hold else. On, hold on, let me jump in with a vid- story. Let's let me tell Go the ahead, story man. as it happened. I said that this was going to open. 
Hey, the Dinger Dog, why don't you come over after work on Friday? We'll grab ourselves a few margaritas in your neck of the woods. It'll be a grand old time. Oh, yeah, you were here. Yeah. You were here to see the, these big question marks come above my head and go, what the, what sure, is going I on stopped here? I'm like, but uh, let's go. It's, let's, margaritas are calling. And then there's a little blue light that says it's an Atmos. And you, you were like a... I beamed! Yeah, you're like, what? What? There's no way the office is. And then you, you would... Hit a button, change the setting, and run over to speakers. And you'd be like, that's definitely not. And it's Hold not on. coming out You're of like, my top speakers. Yeah, and, and like, stop, is that bouncing off the ceiling? You no. were running around. You were a crazy person. I can't even I controlled tell myself, though, right? It's not like I said we're not going anywhere. It's not like you, I said tacos are off the table. Well. Dinger get, dog. I, I know you, I make you look bad in every I light. I think you would have. Yeah. You were outvoted. Yeah. It, and I know, immediately searched it and I saw a Reddit post that of the other five Xbox One X owners that utilize Atmos that what they <laughs> wanted to do was they wanted it so that there wasn't this weird transition as if you're going from a regular mixed game to an Atmos game, the, the, the receiver would make this weird clicking noise. Right. So they wanted the transition to be smooth. So they set everything to this faux Atmos that's not Atmos at all. It's really tinny and like over-based and it doesn't make any sense. So now until they fix it, if I want to watch anything that's not in Atmos, I have to go into the settings, change it to 7.1, and then if I want to watch something that is in Atmos, such as a game or a movie, I have to go into the settings. I realize as I'm talking how much of an asshole I sound like. <laughs> but I'm it's just, just frustrating yeah. because there's no other audio nerds out there. There's just me. Now, I think there are other ones. I, you just have to start your club. But that's that's I'm sorry, man. That's terrible. That so they'll awful. fix it soon. Dinger yeah. dog. Yes. Let's take a quick break. Buddy. Let us. All right. Chunk. Yes. Now, you know the folks at Moral Implications. They listen. Yeah, of course. They they, they hear our feedback, and yes. one of the things that. The f- we are hearing at Moral Implications are, why are all of your products for men? Right? It's ridiculous. Well, like, yeah. And, and me too. <laughs> well, all right. Okay. Uh, them okay. too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's, Hashtag let's, them too. We're moving forward. We're moving on. So the folks at Moral Implications, one, listen, and two, care. Like they care about being honest. Sure. So they, they, they want you to be able to. They're opaque, right? Is that the right word? Oh, oh you know, clear, morally clear. Yes. Right. Anyway, so they have developed a product for ladies. Okay. Because like last week, what was it? Guys Gymnasium or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's always something. It's always it's, something It's just for run males. by a bunch of pigs. Yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. It's for males. Yeah. Now, what they've developed for this week is the Ladies Aging Shopping Station. Oh, tell now, me all about it. Right. So, like I said, they care about the ladies and they care about the truth. Right. And if you want to be someone who tells the truth, you have to sometimes be careful with your words. Sure. Right? So what they have developed is a place where when you buy something, if you're a lady, you can buy something and you can stow it there. Oh. So you, you take you buy let's say you buy some new throw pillows. Yeah, throw even pillows. Though, even throw, though throw pillows can get really expensive. You'd think that they'd be like six bucks. You know, if you look on Amazon, they're four or five bucks, but you go to like Bed Bath. You got to go to West Elm and yeah, get them for thirty-eight. Like two hundred dollar pillow. That's right. I'm and, not a dentist. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if you get those throw pillows, even though you just got throw pillows, and you want to 
be honest with your spouse. You you put them in the in the last ladies aged storage system, shopping storage system, last and TM. TM, right. And they hold it there. Perfect. So, so then w- when you bring it into your house, say three weeks later, you bring it in your house, your husband comes home or your spouse comes home or your significant other comes home and says, hey, are those new? Guess what you can say with confidence, with honesty? Yeah. No. Those are not new. We've had those for weeks. Dinner dog, I'm all for this product, but what if I've already got pillows that are perfectly fine in various other rooms in you, my see, house? See, this is, this is why... They sent this to me, right? Because you're not, you're just not gonna understand, right? Help me understand. <laughs> no, no. So let's think about something else. Let's say you wanted to buy, I don't know, a pair of moccasins. I love moccasins, right. and, and, you and ne- just like just like throw pillows, you can get ones that are two bucks, and you can get ones all the way up to three hundred bucks. Right, right. And and they, just like throw pillows, some like tan and light tan. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. So if you light tan moccasins come in, and you don't, you want to, you could put them on storage mm-hmm. at at the last mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. You get them now. You get them at the good price. You get them when you want to, and then you bring them out. You just call the folks at last. They ship them right to your door, and your husband says, "Are those new shoes?" Or your or your spouse says, "Are those new shoes?" And you say, "No, I've had these for a year. Haven't you been paying attention?" You're being honest. You're not lying. And it's only 15 cents a pound per day. Dinner dog, this is absolutely beautiful. And this isn't just for women. Oh, well, it's called the ladies aging storage system. But but it can be used for men, right? Well, can the... Can I, the had, I had headphones for my PlayStation 4 that actually I used the last system as well. I, I didn't want to just bring home $100 headphones. And my wife said, when did you get those? And I said, baby, I've had them. And I could say that I could look her in the eye without lying, right? Because of the power of the last. Yeah, the power of the last. It it keeps you honest, mostly. Dinger so, dog, how much is the product? It's, it's fifteen cents a pound per day. And it's there's going to be no arguments. No, no arguments. There's going to be no fuss. There's no and because you're telling the truth. You're telling the truth. You're looking your lover you right can, in you the eye. You can get the receipt. Yes, as long as it's not inventoried, right? Yeah. <laughs> and boom, I, I've had this for a year. Dinger dog. I think we should buy one right now. I've, I've already got it. Okay. Hello and welcome back to Afternoon Yap. Yep. Yep. Dinger Dog. Ooh. So I, this is all about Dinger Dog, this episode. Yeah. And one of the things that I've always really liked about you is your childlike sense of humor. <laughs> so I would say that like I have a very silly sense of humor right. and you have you love jokes that are for kids and I've seen you laugh at them and I've seen you kind of tee hee hee at them. <laughs> I'm, I'm right? sorry. I, right. I, just, I almost this actually right happened. There. Yeah. So when I was writing this sketch, I wanted to write out Why the top you? 10 kids jokes oh. for dinger dog. Okay. But then it kind of morphed into something else. It okay. kind of got its own legs and it kind of went into other weird places. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to name the top eight kids jokes that as I found on a blog called smartsittingblog.com. Okay. They said this was the top 10 kids jokes. Right. That's not fair. I mean, not all the kids in the world got together and voted on them. Right. And then I wrote my own joke that was similar to that. And we're going to play a little game here. Okay. We're going to see which one you think is funnier. So there's eight jokes. There's eight jokes. 16 jokes total. Okay. But the, the <laughs> but eight of them are kids' jokes. Right. 
eight of them are my jokes. Okay. And I have to tell and, the difference? And No, you, you're going to know the difference. <laughs> okay, okay. I just want to know which one you think is funnier. Okay. I don't know if this is going to work, Dinger Dog, right, right. but we're going to try it out. It's like a lot of the things on the I'll afternoon. Yeah, give you some courtesy laughter. Let's just get into it. All right. The first joke that I'll tell is a kid's joke, and then the second joke I'll tell is my joke. Okay. 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 Why did the cookie go to the doctor? I don't know. Because he was feeling crummy. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that was a real laugh or not. No. Here's my joke. Why did the dinger go to the doctor? Oh, I get what's happening. Because uh, he had life-threatening poison ivy on his face, arms, and genitals. <laughs> when it closes your urethra, you're in trouble. <laughs> okay, so I think I won that round. Oh, God, I love having my own podcast. You can just do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What do you call a famous fish? This is the kid's joke. What do you call a famous fish? I don't know. A starfish. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Not very great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it puts okay. a big smile on your face. I'm happy. What does Dinger call a famous fish? But, Probably some sort of derogatory slur on their social media account. Oh, I'm going to go with the kid's joke <laughs> on that one because I was worried. Like there was that, there was a pregnant pause Starfish there. is a lot funnier. Yeah. Starfish I thought, is I a lot funnier. I thought, yeah, never mind. What goes 99 thump, 99 thump? I have no idea. A centipede with a wooden leg. <laughs> That's <laughs> See, pretty good. I That's like a legitimate it. laugh. Yes. Yeah. What goes thump 99 times? <laughs> I don't know. Dinger in the bathroom with a better homes and gardens magazine. I, <laughs> I uh, the other punchline was with an Oprah magazine. A JC Penny catalog? <laughs> JC Penny catalog. Sears catalog. Yeah. Like they say on the Simpsons. Flip to the Brazier section. I'm gonna go with me on that one. Okay, you you can win. Shit. This one I had like <laughs> ten different punchlines for, and none of them I thought were funny. Are you just are you doing the hand? Come on, roll deliver with me? it. Deliver it. What's brown and sticky? I don't know. A stick. <laughs> oh, my See, God. That's, that's a legitimate yeah. arty laugh. Yeah. Oh, God. What part of Dinger is brown and sticky? Oh, I don't know. His butthole. <laughs> Dinger, come on, man. That's just gross. I like it. I mean, talk about working blue. I like it because it's the same, like, uh, ingredients, the same formula <laughs> as the joke before. I had, like, ten other punchlines. Like, one of them was, like, Dinger after a prison shower. Mm. And, like, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's not funny. No, no, I think you went with the uh, right the one. The mole that's under his left breast would be brown and sticky. Have you been staring? <laughs> uh, one of his liver spots after one of his so-called runs. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Let's move past Moving that one. On. Let's move past that Moving one. Moving on. I'm starting to feel a little hurt. How do you catch a rabbit? I don't know. Hide behind a tree and make carrot noises. I don't think uh, that's all that funny. I, you just have to. Yeah. Okay. How does Dinger catch a rabbit? <laughs> I don't know. By dressing up as a sexy bunny like they do in cartoons, then after he seduces the rabbit, he tricks it into raising and supporting baby bunnies that aren't actually his. That's more of a thinker. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of like the race to the bottom with those two. I'll give it to you, though. I want, I want to go back to doing stand-up and do those long punchlines and be like, what? That's not funny. Like that's that, that's not that's not a punchline. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a punch paragraph. Uh, Dinger, what do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. That's ding ding ding. Yeah. You didn't laugh because you already knew the punchline. Yeah. Oh God. What does Dinger call cheese that isn't yours? <laughs> I so know. I hope I pronounce this right. It appears to be some sort of German word. Mitz off my fucking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh good one good one swear words are funny 
<laughs> it's a German word. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, German words are funny too. Oh, Schnitzel. What do you call a Frenchman on the beach? Uh, I don't know. Philippe Flop. Come on, <laughs> that's right, pretty right, good. Right. That's probably the Philippe strongest. Flop. That's probably the strongest joke for kids that's I like on sticky, this. Sticky, brown and sticky. What does Dinger call a Frenchman on the beach? <laughs> I don't know. A frog with a sunburn. Uh, You're allowed to say frog. Simpson said frog. Well, does it matter? I mean, I'm not, just that they eat frogs. It's not that all that bad. It's it's a slur, but it's not the worst slur. <laughs> You're grading your slurs now. <laughs> oh, and last but not least, this one sucks. Um, how do you wake up a sleeping Lady Gaga? I don't know. You poke her face. Ooh, I like it. Real topical. That yeah. song came out a decade ago. How does Dinger wake up a sleeping Lady Gaga? I'm afraid to ask. The same way he wakes up all his lovers. Unexpected flatulence. For them or for me? From you. Oh, yeah. Funny uh, stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. One of the punchlines I had was uh, he opens the trunk door. <laughs> he gets out the smelling salts. All these kind of rapey jokes that are just yeah. a little too much, a little too on the nose. Right, I actually didn't get. Unexpected flatulence. I didn't, I didn't get the opens the trunk door. <laughs> Until I, just a second ago. Until, until you explained that it was rapey. And I'm like, oh, she's in the oh, trunk. Oh, that's I inappropriate. Yeah, uh, I understand. Dinger dog. Yes. Let's transition into our second segment of the evening. Yap quickies. Ooh. We're going to hit you back and forth. Blam, blam, blam. With what we've been doing. Video games, blam, podcasts, blam, blam, blam. movies, albums. Dinger dog, I got a quick question for you. God damn. Oh, I'm excited. Sorry, oh, bud. I oh, saw some scary eyes. Well, what you doing, bud? Uh, what? Well, I just beat Gears of War 4. So... You are about two and a half, two and a half years behind, but I want to know your thoughts. <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm, I often am behind the curve on what like that. So, I didn't love it like I loved the first one. Yeah. And I, so, like in full disclosure, I didn't play two, three, or two or three, I guess. Yeah. Um, and there was another one in there. I think it was called Judgment or something. Judgment. Like that. Yeah. So this was five, but actually four. Um. I thought the story with his dad was kind of just forced. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the gameplay is still the gameplay. Yeah. And the gameplay is... Pop I still and love shot. It. Yeah, pop and shot, like run and die, like real simple controls. I can do it. Uh, I love horde mode. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, the, it's still great. They introduced that in the second one, and it's still so much fun. Yeah, it's great. And you can... Uh, I like the fact that I could do... Like, I was... This was the game that officially sanctioned the time that I could play video games till after the kids were in bed. Cause yeah. I was trying to sneak a couple ga- couple, couple matches in a couple, a little bit of horde in, in the, on a Saturday morning and the kids were doing other stuff. And I didn't realize that they had started watching me play uh-huh. and it's not necessarily appropriate. It's not the, too bad. I mean, your kids are what? Eight and 12. I yeah. mean, there's some chainsaw blood, but other yeah, than that, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's, also, it's, it's not pretty, too bad. It's pretty scary. Yeah, it is pretty scary. So, uh, that's what I've been doing. Chunk. What, what you been doing? So I have been replaying a game that I reviewed a year ago. Outlast 2. What's this? That's a survival horror game. I bought it for eight bucks on a sale for Xbox One because it was Xbox One X enhanced. Um, I made you play this game maybe two months ago on okay. PlayStation. Don't you remember? It was the survival horror game that it's real pitch dark and there's oh, a bunch yeah, of yeah, hillbillies and stuff. And right. I said, I think I verbatim said to you, I don't like this game. Right. I'm stuck at this area. Here, you do this. Right. And you did that for about a good two hours or so. I thought it was actually pretty fun. Did you really like it? Yeah. I think, I mean, for a couple hours. I wouldn't. I don't like those games long, long term, excuse me. 
But so the reason that I bought this game was they actually updated it with a story mode. So with the story mode, they actually took out a bunch of the random encounters that you're going to find. So you're not going to see so many enemies on screen. So it's a little bit easier. The game, I gave this game glowing reviews when it came out. I think I said it was an eight, you know, like first off on the Xbox One X, it is a prime example of 4K done right. The game is absolutely stunning and gorgeous. How's that Atmos? It's not in Atmos. Oh, okay. Uh, but the gameplay just remain, remains hot garbage. So I'm surprised when you say that you were kind of into it because I remember watching you replay the same area over and over where you had to crawl under an area and then you'd get killed. Oh, yeah. But I guess I'm, I have more tolerance for that because I'm not, like you said, I'm two years behind the curve. I, like You'll find out as we get through this what you do and like what I've been doing is old school stuff. Yeah. So. And I, I, I bought the game twice and I played through the first one and I played through this one and they've got to stop resting on their laurels because the story is good. The presentation is great. And the gameplay is just garbage. It's, it's repetitive. It's cheap. It's, it's, it's just not fun. And I found myself really not enjoying it this time. And I pushed through it all the way to the end, just because I was like, I bought this game twice. Like this game is not going to beat me. If you get the chance to play Outlast, skip it. Wait for the third one. Dinger Dog, what you doing? Uh, so I'm going to skip my order up a little bit here because it's it's right on point with what you're saying. Okay. And I just – did they remake uh, Abe's Odyssey, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, New and Tasty? So they probably remade that game maybe three years okay, ago or right, so. Right. This is the speed that I'm at. It was free on gold, Games with Gold or whatever for Xbox. And so – I played that, and I, you and I both have a lot of nostalgia for this game for various reasons. Essentially, it's a fantastic puzzle game. It's a fun puzzle game. The, uh, the sense w- of humor is great. Oh, hey, I love, love. What did you tell me? Hey, fellas. Hey, fellas. Hey, hiya, chums. And that's you. Yeah. <laughs> hiya, chums. Follow me. Uh huh. So I put this game on. I, I saw this game, and I had to get it right away, just for the nostalgia factor. And my kids started playing it too, and they're so frustrated. It's amazing. This is 1997 gameplay, right? You and know, it, and it's cruel, and the loading times are long. Oh, and, and, and I was—that was the one thing that I was hoping. I'm glad you touched on that, like, because the gameplay is fun. It's hard, but I was really hoping they'd fix the loading time, and then you could just like, you know, take your emu or whatever it is and run into the spikes, and then when you die, you just reload right away. No, it's got like PlayStation One loading times. I. I worked through this. I lost a save. I did all of like the old school crap that you do with the game, like. And I thought I saved everyone, and I saved fifty percent. Yeah. And then did you go, still get the ending. I still got the ending. But the I good go to, ending or the bad ending? The good ending. Okay, well that's worth it. Yeah. So I got the good ending, but, um, man, that game was hard, and man, I sunk. Like, I think I played it for twelve hours to get done, and then you watch these people speedrunning it. Uh huh. 16 minutes getting uh-huh. all 300 McGuckins or whatever. Uh-huh. And I just, I don't know. I love the, I love the, they made it HD. They totally redid the graphics. It looks great. It's a great way to go back to it, but you have to have patience. And there, yeah. And you have to have patience with the loading time. And it's surprisingly, I didn't get it, you know, 20 years ago, but it's got a pretty strong uh, vegetarian theme. If you really catch it. Yeah. I know that the themes are very heavy. In, yeah. Uh, in terms of, it's like almost like a 1984, it's almost like a 1984 like situation. Well, kind of, but it's it's more like uh, yeah, just basically think about what you're eating because you might be eating you, you know. Like, oh yeah, yeah yeah I remember that. Yeah. The scrab cakes. Mm. Oh so, as I keep yapping on, 
Chunk, what have you been doing? Uh, so I listened to a podcast that I think came out a couple of years ago. Do, have you ever heard of, uh, well, everybody's heard of Serial, right? Yeah. And This American Life. Yep. I listened to some of Serial with my wife and I wasn't really into it. And then I listened to all of, uh, I think the follow-up was S-Town. Did you hear about that? I, I've heard about it, yeah. So S-Town is eight hours. So it's one hour episodes and... It is one of the guys from Serial, and he is a journalist, and he, he he's super serial. And he keeps on getting these phone calls from this dude named John McElmore that lives in this this tiny little village town in Alabama, and it's called S-Town. And he brings him there because he tells him that there is corruption within the police force. I want you to come down. And he gets these emails for a couple of years, and he finally decides to visit this guy. The, the podcast turns from this kind of uh, look into S-Town and uh, in it to see if there's corruption in the police department just to find out that there isn't that like there, this, this murder never happened. And it becomes this deep dive into this guy that is brilliant. He is a horologist, which is a guy that restores old clocks. <laughs> and he touched the... He, is that is that right? Why are you laughing at me? Because I thought it was, I don't know what I thought. Of, I don't know what I don't know if it's right or not. But you said a horologist. I believe it's a horologist. And yeah, it's this deep dive into this guy's life and how many lives this guy touched. Yeah, and I was listening to this podcast. I was like, man, I was like, there's a reason why this stuff is so popular because they spent years doing research on this stuff, right. interviews. And, and kind of like and the, yeah. crafting this well, and it's it, it it just turns into eight hours of this deep dive into this guy's life and how many people he touched. At the end of it, my absolute favorite part was maybe three minutes of he, he his friend whose name is Tyler has an uncle whose name is Jimmy, and in one night in 1993, in a meth related evening oh. he was knocking on a trailer door and he got a bullet in his brain Ooh. and they couldn't take it out oh he it, lived he lived he couldn't take it out because it was too dangerous there, to take out and so the there's guy there's more to that story though there is more to that story okay but they don't go into that yeah um, and they can't take it out so the jimmy uncle jimmy knows what's going on he know but he but he his vocabulary is very limited and while they're talking to Tyler, you hear all, a bunch of stuff coming from this guy. And it is so funny. And I thought to myself, Dinger Dog, I would never, ever, 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 ever want you to have a bullet in your brain. But it would be super <laughs> satisfying if every once in a while you agreed with me a little bit more. And I mean, so like he would just be talking and he'd say, Goddamn I. And, and, and then my favorite part is he says, What was that? Yes, all. Yes, all. Yes, And I just, I just, I, I've pictured myself just living in a world where I was saying stuff that you did not agree with, and you just thought, God damn it, <laughs> Dinger Dog. Check out S Town. I give it a ten. It's very, very fun. Dinger Dog, what you doing? All right, so I just ripped through uh, the Netflix series Altered Carbon. Okay. And, uh, I guess that's saying a lot. I. I make the joke that I you don't watch too much Netflix series. No, I'm what, just making an observation. No, I don't. But what I do with Netflix is I don't watch. I scroll through and decide what I'm not going to watch. I spend 15 minutes deciding that that's not going to be very good. Uh, but on the recommendation of somebody I trust, I went ahead and, and kind of dove into this, and it was, I mean, it was pretty excellent. Yeah. Um, there's some. It's so sci-fi, and the, the basic premise is 
in this future land or wherever it is, it's a little dystopian. They figured out how to um, like take your your essence, your human consciousness, okay, and like essentially load it onto this device that mm-hmm. gets loaded into your like right between your brain and your neck, and that's you. And you body can die, but as long as that doesn't get destroyed. You can live. Yeah. You live on. So they start calling human bodies sleeves because uh-huh. you're just like, you go, and then there's a whole play about how the rich then, if you're, if you're rich and you never die, you just keep getting richer. And then they bring in some characters about trying to, it's, it's all built around this like detective man who's trying to solve a murder for one of the super rich people, uh, his own murder, because he was murdered and he couldn't figure out who killed him, but he still lived because his sleeve lived on. Anyway. It sounds pretty confusing. I couldn't get the wife on board because of the the plot line, but uh, very much in like the Netflix HBO style way. It's like if you like violence, fighting, nudity, you're gonna get that in the first three episodes. Yeah, I like that. And then that. they're gonna tail it down towards the end and bring in more story, which I thought was great. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, I recommend checking out Altered Carbon. I give it like an eight out of ten. Um, so with that, Chunk. What have you been doing? So I've been playing this game called A Robot Named Fight. I believe that it came out on Steam a couple of years ago, but it actually just got ported to the Nintendo Switch uh, maybe a week ago, and it has a good price point. It's only $12.99. It is a shameless ripoff of Super Metroid. I mean, down to looking at the type of abilities you get, looking at the type of doors that you go through. It is a 2D side-scroller Metroid game. I really liked it at first glance. It was it had a lot of cool themes going on. There was some horror. There was some, you know there's some aliens. There's some monsters. There seems to be some weird kind of permadeath thing going on. So when I started the game, I started going through this weird 2D labyrinth, and I got a power up, and I fought a boss. The boss killed me. I got sent all the way back to the beginning, Ugh. and I was like, "Well, that sucks," but Harsh I barge, really yeah. like what I see, so I'll try it again. The next time, the path was completely different, and I got a different power up, and then I met a different boss who killed me again, and I went all the way back. So I don't know how many power ups there are, um, and I don't know if there is a save state after you beat one of the bosses. Um, I like what I see. Thirteen bucks is a good price point uh, for Nintendo Switch what's, games. What's it called again? It's called a robot named Fight. Okay. So um, I want to keep on playing it, but I'm not happy about this permadeath thing. But it does look really cool. Thirteen bucks is cheap for a Switch game. Switch just became so popular that if you go on their eShop right now, there's games that are like, you know, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze just came out and is a game that me and you played through a couple of years ago. It's sixty bucks, and they charge that because the system is popular and people are willing to play that. But this is a robot named Fight. It's thirteen bucks. I'm not sure if I can recommend it right now. Um, but at that point it, for 13 bucks, if you like Metroid, it might be worth checking out. Dinger dog, what you doing, bud? Uh, so I, you know, I'm now at least current gen with my console and console. So I, uh, I beat what, which Tomb Raider? You're going to have to help me. The I first just, one. I believe you played the first one that came out maybe five years ago. <laughs> See, the, there's a theme here. I played cheap and free. Um, so I love the Tomb Raider series. I, from the very beginning, when when it came out on PS One, I played that game all the way through with my buddy. I played the I played it on the computer for a couple iterations through PC, like when when you had to have the discs, uh, and th- then on CD ROM and all that. Um, I actually liked, I loved everything about this game. Um, 
I didn't have the when we you and I had tried to play through this at one point and we got stuck in some weird save like glitches and things like that. Yeah, uh, I didn't have any of those problems this time. And it, me and you played through the second one. No, this is the one I I don't know. We were I felt like the same place. Okay, then maybe it is the new one. All right. Either way, um, I the story's kind of the same old story. Laura's go, Laura is going to find her uh, whatever she needs to go find. There's some evil entity that's trying to beat her to it. Uh, but I just love the like the gameplay, and I like the fact that I can click the bumper, and this is, this is new to me, or and see where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. So it just took out that like um, took out that whole 1996 like nonsense. wander around and like ju- try to jump. Uh, am I supposed to be jumping up this thing? I don't know. Goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. You could, yeah. Um. So I played through that. That's another thing that I I ripped through and, and beat, and then. Uh, I'd love that you're just playing through games. Are you turning into like uh, what's his name from Fight Club, where you just have this alter ego where you stay up at night? I just when don't you're sleep. To be like, sleeping. I need like four and a half hours That's to be great. functional. That's beautiful. So like I'm I like five thirty comes. I'm, this working out has been cutting into my video game times. Yeah. Game times. I'll have to check on that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, so it's like I, Saturday mornings, like. If you get up with me at five thirty, we could we could we could see a thieves it. Sure, uh, just text that's, me, that's, baby. And then at the nine o'clock, the kids come down. Like, what you been doing? You know, you'll be happy to know that the third one comes out in September. Um, and I guess Laura in this one is no longer concerned with anything but wealth and like Ooh. finding treasure. And I guess she is. Oh, what's like the a word that I am looking for? Greedy. Like a darker. Yeah. Uh, like she is consumed with. What greed? Greed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that is the. This will be a trilogy. I think that's where we kind of want to see her go. Yeah, I, I, I really like the idea that she's not the superhero woman, and they've been walking away from that steadily since, since I guess the very beginning. So with that, I do have one question for you, Chunk. What What have you been doing? So Dinger Dog, I asked you to download two days ago. Didn't a game called Super Mega Baseball Two? Right. It is currently free on Xbox One right now, and it is a throwback to RBI Baseball. It's super simplistic. It looks great. Uh, I I love these old baseball games, but I don't want to go and play these baseball sims where everything is super difficult and the pitching is hard and every you know I want to go back and play RBI Baseball One, but I want to play it with updated. You want fathead players? You want yeah? I want to play it with updated sound and I want to play it on my new console. This game is free right now. I think it's regularly thirty bucks, so it's actually a pretty decent game. I played a bunch of matches. I just want to play it with you, and I can play it online. Please download it before it's not. <laughs> free anymore I'll, yeah I'll do because it once once the month is over i don't think you can download it anymore but if you have xbox one you get to keep it you get to keep it okay good. so and it is very much an old throwback to the 90s baseball game the the batting is super fun there's a little square that's in front of you and a and nice and little just, strike zone you, a nice little strike zone and much like when i play rbi baseball with you boy, do I suck at pitching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was super fun while I was batting. I was like, this is fun. I'm like getting some bases, stealing some bases, doing some home runs. And then I just get trounced when they turn it around. But I, I still want to play it with you online and the game is free. Check it out right now, especially if you've got an Xbox. It, and if I ever get like any kind of dedication, I'm going to go back through like all of the yaps and just like comb through and 
get all of your sports terminology that you said. Would you say get? <laughs> you say getting some home runs or doing some home runs? Oh God, I, Dude, like, dog, I don't even know how to express. I know that you're uh, hitting. What is it when you change sides? You change sides. You're at bat. What do you mean? At bat and then pitching? Innings? Like you, you change innings? What, what is you, it? So if I'm batting. You're up to I'm bat. I'm batting. You're what up. happens when it's your turn and you are? On deck. On deck? Wait, no, wait. When you're when you're batting, I don't I don't, I don't even understand the question. Dinner dog. All right. What you doing, All buddy? Right. Uh, I have been sadly, shamefully. I started with a watching. Just like all things that are shameful. You start watching from the sidelines, and then you kind of eke in, and the next thing you know, you're doing it. Playing Roblox. Okay, tell me about Roblox. Roblox is a game for children, mostly. It's it's in the vein of Minecraft. You basically, your character, you can design your own character, and that's you. That's your, your avatar or whatever. You're, uh, it's like Lego-esque. So you're like a little Lego person, we'll say. And essentially, it's just a platform, and all of these people, you build games. Right, yes, so and there's the games are so dumb and they're so simplistic. Is it kind of like building games like in Little Big Planet? I don't know. I have never played enough Little Big Planet, but here's an example. Are they like NES games? Are they like eight bit or sixteen bit? They're three D, but it's more sixty four bit. It feels like. Have you built any levels? I have not because you need a whole other thing for that. I've just played things like. uh, So there's like uh, Logger Tycoon Two, which I've been playing a little bit of. And what you have to do is you drunk start, fishing for. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's what you, I mean. You could make that, but you, so you have an axe. You start with an axe, and you go cut down a tree and take it to the sawmill, and you get paid four dollars. Yeah, and then you get you can upgrade your axe. Eventually, you can get a truck. You can buy land, and that's just some some dweeb built that game. And with I say dweeb with respect. I just I love you so much because like you look through these games and you go, yeah, that's what I want to do with my time. And I played. I seriously, I played for an hour and a half, and like my kids are like, "Give me the controller." No, bird simulator. Yeah. So you're a bird. Roblox is what this is called. Yeah, yeah. You're just a bird. I was just. I think I started as a cardinal, and you can level up to different birds. But you have like your health, your hunger, and your thirst, and you fly around, and you got to get, you got to eat snails and slugs and bugs. You got to drink water, and you got to not get eaten by other things. Mm. And that's it. It's, it's all like PS1 graphics. You flap, and that's it. But I was so entranced by this. Yeah. Uh, there's another one, and this is the last one I'll, I'll detail because there's so many games because they're all made. Um, and it just escaped me. Oh my gosh. Oh, hide and seek. Yeah. It's hide. It's literally hide and seek. You get in a map with ten other people. It goes, and you're like you're small, so they actually make you more like Lego size. And you're like you're in the kid's bedroom, and one person gets named it, and you hide. And it's hide and I'm literally playing hide and seek with on your eight year olds <laughs> on with my on on my Saturday night on my Xbox. You're not hard to please. No, is what I've is what I've learned about you. Yeah, no, nope. don't you don't need no sea of thieves. I don't. I don't well, cause sea of thieves is a dozen freaking work. How much is this works. game? I want to try it. Is it's it multiplayer? Free. Can I play these games with you? It's free, and yes, you can multiplayer, and we can okay. be friends, and it's much like so totally free. I mean, maybe check it out. You want to hang out with twelve year olds? Don't do it in a bad way. And that leads me to this question. Junk, what have you been doing? So, Dinger Dog, for our last what you doing of the evening, for our last Jeff Quickie, I saw Super Troopers 2. Ooh. And I don't even have to ask you. You're a dude. You've got a beard. Me and you are best <laughs> friends. 
You love Super Troopers. One, I don't right? want a large Farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. <laughs> and it was so funny because I was, I, I told my wife, I was like, can we go see this movie? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. I, I can tell in your eyes you want to see it. And she was at work <laughs> and she said, my husband is taking me to a movie tonight. And she said it to two doctors, two guy doctors. And they said, oh, what movie are you going to see? And she goes, Super Troopers 2. And they just looked at each other and laughed. And I, I sat down and I sat down next to this guy that was probably 45 probably 10 years older than I was. And he was with his wife too. Yeah. And it was just like me and this guy had this weird connection where like fist bump, right? When you sit down or whatever, there was nobody there, right? you know? And I can tell you, I went in there with no expectations at looking back on the original, the original, I remember I was watching it with a girl at the time. And I just, the first time that I saw it, I just didn't get it. Right. I didn't think it was all that funny. Uh, I didn't understand it. And then I saw it a year later in college and I was like, this is unbelievable. I remember seeing it super troopers one again the next day. Cause I thought it was so funny and it slowly turned into one of my top five favorite comedies of all time. And I said that to my wife and she goes, you do realize that most guys would consider that movie, their top five favorite comedy of all time. The movie is, is great. I can say with total confidence that it is their second funniest movie. And when I went out of the movie, I thought to myself, I would give the movie about a seven, you know, like I laughed consistently through it. The story is whatever. And then I thought about it. I was like, I would give beer fest a seven and super troopers two is way better than beer fest. And it's, it's easily their second funniest movie, you know, and you look back at, at, at their catalog. Did you ever see Club Dread? Yeah. That's what they followed up Super Troopers with. It was well, terrible. Yeah, it's hard. They're high expectations. And like, I feel like, I feel like with the, what is it? Broken Lizard? Yeah. yeah. Broken it, Lizard. I feel like those trip. guys would be like, so Super Troopers, the first one would be like, you and me and our group of friends, like make the movie with all of our funny jokes. That we've had. They're not th- characters. They're just themselves, yeah, you know. And, and, and it so- relies on, it relies on the chemistry that they have with each other. And Super Troopers one, you can tell that's the movie that they've been writing all their lives. Exactly, exactly. It's like the jokes that they've been zinging each other with for fifteen uh-huh. years, and they just and it felt natural. Uh-huh. And then the then they had to like do it again. Yeah. And so this, I think the timing really helped. Well, I haven't seen it, but I can tell you with complete confidence that I was crying. Like and and. <laughs> And, and the good thing about Super Troopers is is it's not all like brainless physical comedy. A lot of it is really sharp writing. So that it, it's them and they are taking over as police in Canada. Right. So a lot of the jokes have to do with Canadians making fun of Americans and then Americans making fun of Canadians. And it's, it's all really sharply written. There's only a couple jokes in the movie that, that kind of fall flat. But, but but just wait. I mean, if you're this excited about it now, you've seen it once. Yeah, I've seen it once. Now, just, and I saw the first one one time, and I was like, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, and those movies tend to get a little better with watches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So I would give that movie a strong, strong eight. Ooh. It's it's really funny. I, I mean, I can tell you're not going to see it until it comes out on video, obviously. Well, it's, since it's they just, got rid of the goddamn dollar theater yeah. or not. <laughs> but uh, – Dinger Dog, that's all for uh, Yap Quickies. Let's take a quick break, okay? Uh, let's do it. Dinger Dog, I don't know about you, but m- like a lot of people, I've struggled with my weight pretty much all of my life. I'm, since I was about 12 years old. You are Chunk the Punk. I am Chunk the Punk. Um... The only diet that I've ever found out that works 
is cutting out carbs. Mm, carbies. And it sounds so easy, too. They're like, don't eat baked potatoes, you know, with butter and cheese and sour cream. Don't eat pizza. You know, don't eat pasta, which is quite possibly the greatest meal that's ever been invented in my entire life. Right, right. It, you know, screw working out. Right. You know, screw going to the gym. Screw eating right. What is that? That South Beach diet stuff? I'm just going to eat yogurt all the time and starve myself? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm preaching to the I'm choir, full man. Atkins here. Let's I, go full anti-carbos. You see my fists clenching because I watch you just eat garbage all the time, and you're like a little hummingbird. Your little metabolism, it's crazy. Yeah, RBVs. Rock the Red Bulls and yeah, stress. RBVs, yeah. Mm, keep it the down. The good people at Moral Pications have come up with a program that is fit for everybody. Nobody wants to go on a carb diet. No. Nobody does. God. And nobody, there's carbs are everywhere. It's impossible. Go to McDonald's. They're like, would you like this with bread? And you're like, F me running. You guys serve pasta now? Like, it's everywhere. You, yeah. Can I, can I have my Big Mac with slices of lettuce on the outside? No, you can't. They won't even sell it to you. No, no. C- c- pull around. We're going to punch you in the face. The good people at Moral Pications have came up with a program called Carb Survivor. Now, this is exactly like the TV show Survivor. Okay. You just have to set aside some time, about six weeks. Okay. And the good people at Moral Pications will break into your house. They'll kidnap. You don't know when the six weeks are going to happen? No, when oh, they're going to come. Yeah, that's good. But you... they'll call your work and they'll say that you're going to be going on right, Carb right. Survivor and your work will be right, like, right. yep, that's FMLA leave. They are, they are overweight, so yeah, they probably yeah. should go on Carb Survivor. You'll be kidnapped and you'll left on a deserted island with no carbs for six weeks. Dinger dog. Do they have everything else? Everything else. All the amenities. Ribeyes? Ribeyes. New York strips? New York strips. I mean, it's like a vacation. Strawberries? You got the ocean to swim in. You got the jacuzzi. But there's no carbs. Wait. And you're going to just, you're going to go into ketosis. Your body's going to start working on overdrive. And baby, you are going to lose more weak more weight than you've ever lost in your life because your body is kind of reverting back to its natural state that God put you in. And that is to just burn fat, not burn carbs. You're not going to have access to any carbs unless you are able to turn sand into carbs for some reason. Dinner dog. Does that mean no beer? No beer. Baby, you're going to have to drink red wine, vodka or champagne i mean look at you laughing you don't think you can do it no no i you don't think you can do it i think that this wouldn't work but of course the good now, people Dinger dog if you can make it through the six weeks without killing yourself um without going absolutely insane you're gonna lose a bunch of weight it's right but you'll never program. ever feel full Oh, baby, you're going to get to eat steaks. You'll you, always feel you could full. Eat, no, no, you could eat steaks. You could eat strawberries. You could eat, drink all the red wine you want. You will never. Have you ever. I've been a vegetarian you, before, and you never full on being a vegetarian. You're never full on anti-carbos or whatever you do. Oh, baby, you're going to be full, but it doesn't no, matter because you're going to you're gonna be like, okay, I'm now I'll take again. the pasta. And they'll be like, you are on Carb Survivor. Do me You'll a favor. be like, okay, do you have a gun or a sword that I can fall onto? Because this is the worst thing because I've ever I'm gone through in my Because I'm still hungry because I want a bowl of pasta. Dinger dog, this is I, – I just – I'm looking at you right now, and you're the guy that cooks and eats of a whole – box of pasta and pours Italian dressing on it and calls it dinner. It serves it to his family and says, listen, (laughs) slice some pepperoni, slice some pepperoni on it. And and your kid says, listen, this isn't like the, the, um, the, the recipe that I saw in better homes and gardens. I don't have time. Right. All I have is pepperoni and some slim Jims and some, (laughs) some Italian dressing and a box of seasoning. Dinger dog. We're going off on a tangent, but this is called, 
carb survivor. If you can survive for six weeks without killing yourself, is there a guaranteed without number? Going crazy, like, like lose Dear 10%? Dog, it's ketosis. It's guaranteed to work. All of the fuck, all of the, that, all of the books, all of the doctors, all of the scientists, it, they swear on their life. It sounds like something you have to recover from ketosis, though. I mean, of course it does. <laughs> You're t- turning your body into ketosis. It's terrible. Dinger dog. The program starts at five grand, but. You're going to be in a posh setting. No wife, no family, no carbs. What other... Dinner dog, are you going to be able to make it through six weeks without... Ooh, pasta. Ooh, baked potato. What what, what does the... Uh, like? Can I smuggle stuff on? Or, no, or, dinger dog, they'll shoot you on sight. You can't be found with <laughs> carbohydrates. The punishment is death. They're oh. not going to take you to some deserted island that's in the Americas. No, baby. <laughs> So if I tried to smuggle in like some some cracker sticks, how how else do you think that the program works? There has to be some punishment. <laughs> Carb yeah. survivor, no carbs. I don't think you can do five it. grand. I think, I think you'll come back. You lose twenty percent of your body mass. Yes, and dude, you will look you're so ketonic good for your or wedding or whatever. You will look so good for those company outing pictures. Oh yeah, you yeah. just have to survive. Carb survivor, subscribe for it right now. Hello and welcome back to Afternoon Yap Dinger Dog. It yeah. is our last segment Thank of the week. Uh, before we get into our review of God of War, mm-hmm. I just want to say, dude, in your birth, your birthday's in two days. Uh, um, Happy birthday. Thanks. Ha- your birthday's in three days. Happy three days. Like, I mean, you're still the old man in the room. I, clearly. 36. Do you realize that we turned 18? Two of our lives 18 ago. years ago. 18 years ago. Do you like, realize like that? It's, stuff's, getting, stuff's getting real No, it sucks, man. I was, I was actually talking to somebody about this, and, and no joke, like when I was running around as a stupid 20-something, I was like, I don't want to live past, I don't want to live to be 36. I tell people that. Like, My original regular- plan was, was to have one album that made me millions. <laughs> And then have the weird dark album like a couple years later, and then kill myself. But just be out. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my similar plan, not the millions, swimming in in ladies, and then like not necessarily kill myself on purpose. Yeah, like I, I'm not saying that's a thing to strive for. No, no, but I, no that, my, my my my. I would just accidentally leave this world. Yeah, accidentally on purpose. Uh huh. Yeah. So, dinger dog. You're about to turn 36. Congratulations, buddy. Oh, thanks. And you know what my favorite part about this is? Is your birthday's on Mother's Day. Oh. Can you ever catch a break? Oh. And then your kid's birthday is on Father's Day, so nobody ever cares about anything that has to do with you I- at <laughs> any point. Yeah, no, it, 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 I get the secondary. I get, I get the second fiddle on both of those. <laughs> I, I love that when we were coming up with ideas for this show, I wanted to call the show Everybody Loves Dinger Dog. Because nobody ever cares about anything I ever say. And then you say, hey, look, this is me and my beautiful kid. Doesn't she look like me? And everyone's like 3,000 likes, 4,000 likes. And I was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And they're like, get out of here. You're like, hey, I I wrote a a novel. (laughs) (laughs) Dinger dog. I don't know if I'll get the chance to say this. Happy birthday, buddy. I love you so much. Please, please be in my life 18 years later from now. Please. That's awful sweet. How old will we be? Uh, 46, 54. Oh, I hope I'm dead at that point. <laughs> We're gonna we can go back to the tape and see. <laughs> so Dinger Dog. This sketch is called Young Dinger Old Dog. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give some life affirmations of you when you were eighteen years old. 
And then I'm going to give some life affirmations of you two days from now when you're 36 years old. Okay. I'm Bear ready. Bear with me here, I'm bud. ready. Young Dinger says, enjoy the small things. <laughs> old Dog says, enjoy the big crooked things as well. Huh. And in case you're looking for further clarification, I'm talking about the old dingly dangly. Very good. I, I wonder if there was going to be a dick and or masturbation <laughs> joke. Right off the bat. <laughs> right. Got it covered. Young Dinger says, let go of negative influences. Old Dog says, that's true up to a point. Like if someone jumps off a cliff and they become internet famous and I find out you didn't, you're in big trouble, little girl. I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, young Dinger says, worry less. Old Dog says, good luck with that. You've got a mortgage, car payments, and mouths to feed. You, sir, are aft. Yeah. That's, that's true. That, that might not be funny. There's not even a joke there. That's just like. Might yeah, not be funny. You can I tattoo took, it on your body all you want. I Googled I Googled things to think about when you're young. And we're not young anymore. So, like, good advice would be worry less. Yeah. When you're 36, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what's happening with the drainage in my house? <laughs> Who's going to fix that, God? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, just gonna, your, tattoo. your mother? Who's going to yeah. fix that? Ooh, I'm glad you got a tattoo that says, I don't your care. Your brother-in-law? <laughs> Young Dinger says, learn from your past, but don't dwell on it. Old Dog says, just do what I did, see? Make all new friends and no one will ever know about the terrible things you did when you were younger. That's accurate. That is to skip it. Like, <laughs> just, just hit the delete button. <laughs> Young Dog. Okay. <laughs> you got to delete your social media to have that happen. Yeah. Delete your social media, go to a gym, and lawyer up. Yeah. That's the best advice you can get. Oh, man. That's a tattoo. Put it I, in I Latin. Think some, some, I, that's on like so many memes. Young Dinger says, learn a new language. This is really dumb. <laughs> Young Dinger says, learn a new language. Old Dog says, I already did. Me Chinese, me play joke, me put pee-pee in your coke. Oh, man. That is pretty dumb. I said that to my wife. She immediately started laughing. And okay. She was like, what is wrong with you? That is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. I it was. I used to run. I mean, think about how racist you were as a little kid running around saying that. Uh, Young Dinger says, overcome some of your biggest fears. Old Dog says, you want to know real fears? <laughs> this is what your future is going to look like, baby. And it ain't pretty. Yeah. I've got eight liver spots that just popped up overnight count them eight yeah guess what i took my shirt off last summer and someone said are you gonna take your sweater off too <laughs> <laughs> that's real fear did you start crying <laughs> i'm like i can't i remember i was at a water slide when i was like 12 years old and some kid looked at me and he said when you're fat your nipples go inward and that just crushed my entire life <laughs> yeah, it's probably whole... like one of your cousins or something yeah. like i should take your sweater off too Young Dinger says, appreciate your parents. Yeah. Old Dog says, that's right. Social Security, if collected properly, can be super lucrative. <laughs> Hello, new fishing boat, and goodbye, Dad. You just have to not file that death certificate. That's a little <laughs> dark. <laughs> that goes back to top tips or pro tips from Dinger Dog. Yeah. Young Dinger says, don't work too much. Please. <laughs> I, I, this is, I'm going off on a tangent, but you were like, do you realize that I work 80 hours a week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Young Dinger says, don't work too much. Old dog says, oh, right. That's brilliant. <laughs> and while you're at it, why don't you volunteer your time too? You'll yeah. be on the street. No time surrounded by wieners. <laughs> you missed the double thumbs action. 
Young Dinger says, start a business. Old Dog says, yeah, and make sure you call it Mind Your Own. It's a drive through <laughs> beer and bait store complete with strippers, feisty strippers. That sounds like a good story. Yeah, I can't believe you invented that, not me. Young Dinger says, be crazy. Old Dog says, heck yeah, you're only on this blue marble once. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, that's my motto. That, and if you're going to pay for love, make sure it's for pennies on the dollar. <laughs> I said that one time. <laughs> And only the pennies on the dollar part, not the pay for love. Dinger dog, it is time for our last segment of the evening. I want to review. Is this the last segment or second to last segment? Last segment, segment okay. number three. Okay. My yap review oh. of God of War. So, God of War just came out. Um, I have been looking forward to this game since it got announced like two years ago. Have you played any of the God of Wars by chance? I, I, I played many iterations ago. So, there's been like 10 different games. Um, I think that the first one came out back in like 2005 and Kratos and God of War has always been this kind of one note character for Sony. Um, It's just been this, this all powerful God and it's just an action adventure with really no story to speak of. Uh, This is kind of a reimagining for the series. I'll be honest with you. I've played through about four or five of them. Um, I like them. They're very, very fun, but I'm not a super fan of them. So when they announced the game, I kind of just didn't watch any of the trailers because right. I just, I just, I would have rather been surprised by what came. And I, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to wait for the game to come out. The story is, is you are married and your wife is now dead and her dying wish is for you to scatter your wife's ashes at the top of the highest mountain. The biggest change to this game is this is a very story-driven game. Okay. So the other games weren't story-driven at all. I mean, it was just action Smash. set piece, action yeah. set piece, boss, action set piece, action set piece, boss, collect items. Um, you have a son whose name is Atreus, who is much smarter than, than Kratos and fills in a lot of the backstory. A lot of the importance of this game is the communication that you have with your son, Atreus. Um, and Kr- Kratos is a very difficult... He's still kind of a one-sided character because... Right, but now... Sorry to jump in. But now he has a beard. Yeah, now he has a beard. Like, I feel I feel connected with him now. Because yes. now he's like... He was like... Like before, like clean... Like bold, right? Yeah. And like now he's got that... Or maybe he's he had a goatee. He's chiseled out of wood. He's still chiseled out oh, of wood. Yeah, but of course, now he's just probably like in his 50s or so. Yeah, and he's got that full-on hipster beard. Mm-hmm. I feel connected with him. That's so, it. and when this game was being announced and they were showing trailers, they would just show cinematics of him and his son. And I was like... Boy, this is a dramatic departure from Santa Monica. This is a dramatic departure from from Sony. I've seen 10 other games where it's just Kratos. He's this one-note character, and now he's got this son, and there's a lot of dialogue between them. And it's it works almost the same way that Last of Us did, where you have your son there to kind of ground the story, to give you empathy for Kratos, to make you feel something for him. Last of Us is... Um that's the Assassin's zombie game. Creed. Oh, yeah. that's the, the the zombie game with the with the dad and the in the kid. Okay, but you you have eyes that are yeah. I don't no understand. Idea. Yeah, Kratos is pretty much an asshole. Um, he He's is a god of war. He calls his son boy constantly, nonstop, and it's boy do this boy do that and son's 27 no the son is probably he looks like he's probably about 10 years old or okay. so and you kind of get to the point where you realize that kratos is grieving for his dead wife uh atreus is definitely grieving for his dead wife and he's also dead he's dead mother and he's also he just wants to have um a bond with his father and 
something like your kids uh, strive for. And anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. But that's the kind of the story. It's 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 so refreshing that there is actually a very 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 story driven, very narrative driven, as opposed to the last ten iterations that they've had of this game presentation of the game. Um, the whole game has no loading screens, and it is all done with this kind of single shot look, where it's it's very seamless. There are no cuts. It is always behind the back. It is this third person look and it you, you never see a loading screen it, when it goes to a cut scene it doesn't change it's just always behind kratos back and it as i'm describing it it sounds like it wouldn't work and it works it's it's it, it feels like a movie it, it you are constantly um encompassed what's the word that i'm looking for it, it's I'm, just it it's so easy to follow along with it there's seamless transitions from cut scenes to combat even I was noticing that there's even like seamless transitions between you grabbing onto a ladder, your kid jumping on your back and you climbing up the ladder. Like it just never stops. Like right. it's so right. seamless. That's, that's, I it think... just feels like this movie that never stops. Well, that's crazy. I, I guess what I'm saying is like, that's the stuff that like as graphics and stuff get better, right? Those are the little moments that always take you out. Yeah. So like, they're using some tricks. So if you're going from one area to the other, you'll kind of jump along this path where you have to walk to the other it's a movie area. Or you loading can tell screen. that it's a movie loading screen. Yeah. But doesn't matter. Brilliant. It never stops. There's Brilliant. no there's no hiccups or whatsoever. And it's almost like this kind of like psychological mind trip where I was just like, if I wasn't looking for this detail, this is incredible. Because, right. you know, when you're playing Tomb Raider, guess what? At the end of a level, you're gonna have a loading screen. You're gonna have dialogue. You're gonna have text and stuff. Right. This never happens. Excuse. Oh, excuse me. Excuse. It is hands down the best looking graphics I've seen on the PS4. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's I'm sad and I'm jealous of uh, PlayStation 4 Pro owners because you can switch it on to uh, presentation mode, which uh, I believe uh, upscales it to 1440. And then there's also performance mode, which um, is smooth 60 frames per combat, uh, 60 frames per second. Right now on the regular vanilla PlayStation, it looks great. You're right. not going to miss it. You're not going to know, but it, it, it does. I do want to play it on the PlayStation Pro. Um, when I initially started the game, I was a little bit worried because there are a lot of earth tones everywhere. You start in this area called Midgard. And it's not all that exciting. It just felt like I was in the woods and I was like, man, I don't want to look at this kind of stuff. But then you end up going to these other realms and you start seeing kind of neon colors you, um, you like, go uh, to the top of mountains and there was moments where I was playing this game and my wife was listening to a podcast and I had my headphones on and I almost wanted to take a picture and send it to my buddies. Cause I was at the top of a mountain and I was like, this is so gorgeous. And I was like, I don't want my wife to catch me taking a picture <laughs> and sending it to my buddies right now, but it is breathtaking. Like there was a moment where I was on top of the mountain and just the lighting is so good in this game. And there has been so many moments where I have like stopped and said, wow, this is so beautiful. I really wish that I had that PlayStation 4 Pro right now because, well, the PlayStation came out like five years ago. Just last so. that, man. But it's still, it's still really pushing the PlayStation uh, to its limit. There's large detailed characters that you'll run into. Like the other God of War games, uh, especially in the last one, God of War 3, I remember they took a lot of liberties from uh, Shadow of the Colossus. So you were fighting a lot of big bosses right. and a lot of big enemy sprites. They don't 
they they kind of do that a little bit in this, but the characters are so detailed. <laughs> like, what are you laughing about? Uh, um, I'm sorry, that was totally to myself. Like, I imagined a large sprite. Model. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go ahead, keep One going. One of the characters you run into is called the World Serpent, and it's in this hub world, and it's this huge, massive, realistic-looking snake that talks to you. That's friendly and just all of the character models look so good. Let's get into the gameplay. I've, yeah, let's, I've, let's I've get been in. boring you with the story. I've been boring you. No, the story's you. great. I've been boring you with the presentation. When you get beard, you look cool. Yeah. yeah. So, the gameplay. I mean, you remember playing the old God of War games, right? Yeah. So, they're very focused on the combat. Like, you're going to be doing that 90% of the time. You have to make it fun. They have completely reinvented the combat from the ground up. The old God of War games, you had these, like, whip chains that had, uh, like, hooks on the end of it. That's all gone. You have now this Leviathan axe. And the Leviathan axe kind of acts like uh, Thor's hammer. So you throw it as a projectile and you can always call it back. So if you throw, if you hold down L1 and hit triangle, you'll throw it as a projectile. And then if you hit triangle again, it brings it back. And it's, it's so awesome. Because you can leave the hammer or you can leave the Leviathan axe somewhere walk away like 50 feet, 100 feet, Zip and he'll, he'll, he'll hold his arm up, and it, you'll, you'll hear it coming through the speakers. like, the And I've done it a thousand times now, and it's every single time it's still really, really satisfying. I just imagine you giggling every time it comes back to you. Oh, it's so satisfying. And there's, there's essentially three different ways you can combat. So there's the Leviathan Axe, which is a uh, projectile. There is you have a shield that you can use as a weapon that you mainly use for parry moves. Right. So if an enemy tries to attack you, you can shield it. It leaves them vulnerable for attack and you can attack them back. And then the other one is hand to hand and where you can actually just use your fists and you have a power up where if you hit, I don't know, R1 or R3 and R4. It, you go into this kind of frenzy mode where it's, uh, you know, 30 seconds where you're just pummeling them with their hands, with your hands. It's super fun. But the other big thing that they added was Atreus. And Atreus is constantly with you. And Atreus is no slouch. Like, I worried He's when the I was... son of the god of war. I worried when I was starting the game. I was like, man, I don't want to take care of this kid. Right. Like, I got my own problems. You don't need a robin. I don't want to have to feed this kid. I don't want to have to... I don't want to have to take care of him. What Atreus does is he is essentially another attack because he always has a bow and arrow. And it's this very satisfying kind of rat-a-tat-tat combat that you can do when you're fighting enemies where if you see an enemy in front of you, you can press square and Atreus will shoot an, an arrow. You throw the Leviathan axe at him, call it back, shoot another arrow. And it's just this back and forth. And because they mix these four kind of combat types together, it's just, it results in this super satisfying deep combat that's actually, you know, it's, it's deep, but it's very accessible. Right. Okay. There are, I talked about this on the last podcast when you bailed on us, but (laughs) there are very, some of the best boss fights I've seen recently. And because, because I don't know if you ever played any of the other God of War games, but it was very much you'd beat up a boss and then it would you'd get a little cutscene that said him. finish him. Yeah. And you'd have to do a series of of buttons to kill them and you could fail doing that. This it it it's always behind your back. It's always following that one camera and it it just flows so well because you'll be talking to the boss, you'll be fighting him fist to fist and then it'll go into that that kind of uh what you call it that 
where you have to hit a couple of different yeah. buttons. It'll go into a, cine, a cinematic and then it'll go back straight to the combat. BX9. And the, the, the bosses are just so well done in terms of it just it's it's almost like uh, the way Uncharted made video games feel like movies. This is taking a genre that is action adventure that's that's kind of always been the way that it's been because nobody's it's almost beat em up action yeah, adventure, right? Because yeah. yeah, it's it's like a beat em up game. It's like playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in nineteen eighty nine. Right. Because there's no reason a lot of mashing buttons and getting through the yes, moves. Yeah. Exactly. So there's been real no reason to improvise or improve upon it because it's set in stone, it's tried and true. They're mixing this really fun deep combat that's almost I don't I I don't want to make an asshole out of myself, but <laughs> it almost feels a little bit like Dark Souls and like Bloodborne with the blocking and the rolling and the parrying and the and the and the combat and then mixed in with this kind of cinematic that just really works and it's super refreshing. There are tons of puzzles in the game. And when I say puzzles, you know, that can be like a four-letter word. That can be frustrating to players, but it actually, it's it's a good way of, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, making? Segmenting, like breaking segmenting up. the yeah, game. Breaking Thank up, you. Yeah. You don't want combat nonstop. Right. You know, you want, you, and these puzzles are actually really, really fun. And I usually get really frustrated when I play puzzles in games because I'm not all that smart, dinger dog. And I don't dinger, like getting stumped. And I don't like looking at YouTube videos. But a lot of these are super easy to use. Most of them require the Leviathan Axe to use. You'll see, like, it'll a chest will require three targets that you'll need to kind of find and hit. And... And it works really well. How many hours are you into this? Uh, probably 12. Okay. Is um, it, what is it, a 40-hour game? Uh, I would say if you are really, really, really trying to get your money's worth, there's 60 hours of gameplay okay. in it. Yeah. It's big. And which uh, is... I'm kind of a guy that likes to get my money's worth. But that's immense. Like, compared to... It's a dollar an hour. Like, I played... The last God of War that I played was God of War 3. And it was probably eight hours, and I was satisfied when it was done. The big difference between this is there are branching paths now. So there's a hub world that you uh, get to that has a rowboat. And from the hub world, you can kind of pick which area you want to go to. And, you know, it's, it's essentially the levels that you need to complete. But around this hub world, which is this lake you can go and do side quests. And when right. you're doing the side quests, you can upgrade your weapons. You can upgrade your Leviathan Axe. You can upgrade your character. And it's actually fun to do. Like, it's... In a lot of games, this would kind of be trivial and, and side mission bullcrap. Yeah. But this is actually super fun to do. When you go and get that loot, I mean, this is kind of a little bit of a loot game, you can upgrade yourself at a shop. There's these two... I. There's, I think they're elf brothers. I'm just not paying all that much attention, man. I yeah, just I know I how love you the play gameplay. video games. Yeah. There's, there's these two elf brothers, and they, they built that axe that you had, and they built it for your wife who ended up dying, and now you have the axe, and they upgrade it for it. And when you are at this shop, you can put runes into all of your weapons so that they have different buffs. And whoa, you, you can you just, you just turned me out you, of the universe. You can, you can craft different. Uh, uh, weapons you can craft or no you can't craft different weapons you can craft different armor you can craft different armor for atreus it's almost kind of too much because you are constantly picking up stuff constantly picking up stuff but the great thing that god of war does is whenever you collect something new 
and you go into the menu, they put little banners over what you should look at. Right. And all you got to do is click on it and see if it's an improvement over your last thing and just switch it. Right. And so like, I'm not focused on it right now because I'm only about one fourth, one third into the game. But I know that later on in the game, when the combat gets a lot harder, I'm going to have to focus on some of that stuff. Right. You're going to have to upgrade. Yeah. Dinger dog. Yeah. Let's let's give my final thoughts. Yeah, let's score this bad God boy. God of War is a huge step forward for the series and the action adventure genre. So I initially, when because I, I didn't watch any of the videos of this game, I, I just wanted to go into it blind. I was like, I didn't get excited about it because I've played God of War a right. bunch of times. Right. And this is God of War on steroids. You know, there, it's God of War with RPG elements. It's God of War with, dare I say, Dark Souls combat. It's God of War with great story. Like the dialogue between you and your kid is really good. Like you start to learn that your kid is, he's dealing with the grief of his death of his mom too. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to deal with his dad being an asshole. Right. Cause and his dad doesn't know how to deal with the death of his exactly. wife. Yeah. And, and there's cut scenes and there's flashbacks of the kid talking to his dead mom and saying, how could you leave me here with this guy? Yeah. Like, why would you do this to me? He doesn't love me. And then he goes, mom, I'm just upset. I know that he loves me. I know that he's a great father. I just, he's got to stop being up. So upset. So like it, you can slowly see this bond between this dad and this kid. And it's just, this is so much of a huge difference between God of war one, where you'd press L one to have sex with a prostitute, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. this is God of war in 2018 with a deep story, great combat, um, tons to do side missions are fun and varied. You can easily spend 50, 60 hours in this game. The upgrade, the upgrade and crafting systems are varied, but not overly complex, but they get, they get pretty complex at the end. But if you're just a guy like me that just really wants to, explore the story. You don't really, you're not going to get bogged down and you're not going to get overwhelmed by some of this stuff. It's a huge, it's another huge success story for Sony is what it is. Because I, when this game came, when this game, since I heard about this game, I just didn't really have much anticipation for it because it's just another another God of War War game. They've already done 10. They've completely reworked it. It's a, it's a reimagining. So I think that this game is, the original games were more Greek mythology. This one is more Norse mythology. There's a lot of there's a lot of funny characters in the game. Like the comedy actually works. Uh, the, you know the deep score it score it score sorry, sorry. it. I give this game a ten. Whoa! It, I mean, if, I've heard if, that. If you have a Sony PlayStation, there's no reason, and you play video games, there's no reason why you shouldn't have this game. Wow. It's it's that good. I, I mean, I saw those numbers out there. I mean, I saw the commercial. I mean, this has been a buzz. Oh, wow, it's a it's just a huge step forward for for action adventure games. It's a huge step forward for story driven games. It's just it's a it's it's the new bar. Yeah. It's the yeah. new bar for this type of game. Well said, Dinger Dog. Yeah, I think that you have a segment. That I you're did introduce. like I did a little bit of work. Okay. And then you talked for a long time okay. about this thing. And my my segment is, you know, um, you say things sure. on the app. And I probably of, said things during that review that were inaccurate. Right. And, and it was probably 
Mexican mythology. <laughs> well, on the last last time, we've threatened to fact check you yeah. uh, on what you said, and I thought, well, why not? We just call that a segment. So uh-huh. this is like, and you have all your segments where you you make fun of me and you dinger, dinger. me. It's never yeah. making fun of you. All right. It's oh yeah. It, it's it's just, just you're my buddy. Right. But this is um this is gonna be the new segment, and I actually did a little work on this. Fact checking with the dog. Fact checking with the dog. So last epi, you said oh God, that GTA Five made ten billion dollars <laughs> in the first hour. I remember that no, as it was coming out of my mouth. I was like, "This is horse blood." No, no, no. Well, let's see, because this is actually. I'm going to give you one to start. So okay. you said you said that it is the top grossing media of all time. That's with, true. With a revenue of four billion. Six billion dollars, which is huge. And I was like, no. And I, I think Mal was here, and I, we were like, what about movies? And I went through. This is true, baby. I went back, and I'm like, so Todd fact Bruce, checking with the dog is already starting off wrong. Right. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm just checking facts. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's not proved Trunk wrong sure. with the dog. We yeah. could have that segment later. But so yeah, the top cruising movie is like 1.2 billion. So I mean, if you probably piled all the Star Wars. You'd lose, but that's not one piece we're of media. We're not piling on. We're, yeah, yeah. One movie, one, one album, one book. Right. Whoa. So I said book. And I was like, I wonder about books. And so I went and looked. And if you look at all the websites, they show the books, but they skip a couple. They show, like, you know, the Harry Potters of the world. There's the Da Vinci Codes of the world. So the ones that sold, you know, 35 million copies, 100 million copies at 35 bucks each. And they fall short. They still don't make that $6 billion mark. So, two books. That the come, Bible? The Bible? How much has it made? Well, that's a good question. That, There's it, been like a hundred different iterations of it. Right, but it's still the Bible. And they're estimating that the Bible, and this is how how much they don't know, between 2.5 and 6 billion units sold. Okay. So... What does that mean? What does that mean for top line revenue? Is that going to match your number of $6 billion? Well, I would say if you sold them for a dollar each, that would. So far, this segment is starting off real strong. Right. Okay. So, if it, if, but hell, I mean, 6 billion units sold over what? Two, 2,000 years? Two millennia? What are they? There's something like you got to get three stones for a Bible? or Rice. Like, Rice is actually the most popular <laughs> Right. Or, or like in, media. In, in 1873, a Bible was a nickel. So, I mean, does that count? So, I, I really struggled with my first fact check. And then I learned about this one. And I, I really... I did my dick size. <laughs> uh, somebody's had a drink. Uh so there's also this book called Quotations from Chairman Mao. Okay. And uh, obviously Emperor Mao of China yeah. wrote this book. And We're talking it, about our buddy Mao or the actual Emperor Mao? No, not, not Mao the Pao. Okay. Mao the Emperor. Okay. Um, and they're estimating that at like $6.5 Okay. And But so like that has to win, right? It's, been, it's fairly modern. It's in the century. Like, there's got to be a dollar each for one of those. And then Trunk loses, and he lied. But not in communist China. I communist claims than this. I, I know. Said, I said on one episode that I was great at video games. <laughs> you, you, in one episode, you mistook Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You switched uh-huh. him. Dr. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, well, we're starting with a hard one just to introduce the series. Um, so the 6.5 billion units sold, they weren't even sold. They were distributed. Yeah. Because the Get Communist Party pushed them out. Got them out. So man. begrudgingly. Yeah. I have to say that the fact that GTA 5 at $6 billion in revenue is probably accurate. So I'm going to give it the old Dinger Dog true stamp. Awesome. Thank God. Uh, yeah. Good luck. You got one. <laughs> we're going to we're going to do a little deeper dive later. Uh, but that's what I got. So that's that has been tr- fact checking with the dog. I like that new segment. Ooh, it's fresh. Dinger Dog. Yeah. That's our podcast. Oh, that's our comedy video game podcast. With, you, with some intelligence. With some intelligence. If you like us, please tell your friends. Please give us iTunes reviews. Please share yeah, it on those whatever reviews, social platform you use. Uh, those reviews really do more than you can possibly imagine. They do. Yeah, I mean, that's Thank all you, you need. Five stars. Out. I mean, um, let me help you. Five stars. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions for me, the dog, for the Tony, email us the at pal. afternoonyap at gmail.com. Yeah, from Malpow. Uh, afternoonyap at gmail.com. Email us there. You can look at our website, www.theafternoonyap.com. We have reviews there. And follow us on Twitter at afternoon underscore yap. Dinger dog. I don't think I can say it enough times. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, happy birthday, buddy. I love buddy. you so much. Oh, You're I, such we, a good friend. We're totally Thank you friends. for putting up with three <laughs> segments of Dinger Dog. I just want to let people know you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the whole routine, yeah. Dinger dog, you want to close us out? Do you want to give me the old... I know. I think I end it with that. You you close us out, Dinger Dog. God, love I'll you. S- I'll see you soon, buddy. I yeah, love you. Love you too. See ya. You're doing it wrong. <laughs>